Hey, it's Emily. I'm so excited to tell you about a new challenge I created just for you, and that's Habit Loop Boot Camp. Yes, you heard me right. Habit Loop Boot Camp. Habit loops are the key to taking action with your habits, and this will kick you in the booty into doing just that. During this three-day challenge, March 19th through the 21st, I'll give you some exclusive coaching and how to best create your cues, routines, and rewards, of course, from that Atomic Habits for Women philosophy. We'll be in a live community where you will build your own custom habit loops, and by the end of the boot camp, you'll be ready to take action and have the confidence to ensure your new healthy habits will stick. I'll also be doing a giveaway to my signature program, and one-on-one coaching. Now, if you can't join us live, you will be able to grab the replays in the community, and I'll also be emailing out the videos as well. So I got you covered. Plus, you can also upgrade to get a private podcast feed of all three of the trainings and three opportunities to be on a Zoom with me and the other VIPs to answer your habit loop questions specifically for you and give you more customized coaching based on your own unique circumstances. I'm so excited for this. Go to bit.ly slash habit loop bootcamp to sign up. It's also linked in the show notes for you. I can't wait to help you habit hack your health. I'll see you in habit loop bootcamp. This episode is brought to you by my September Whole30 group coaching opportunity. If you are looking to jumpstart your self-care routine, this is where it started for me. We start on September 9th with prepping for the Whole30 with day one being on September 14th. We'll go through your 30 days of the Whole30, get you into your reintroduction, and do it in a group setting where we're all there supporting each other, sharing recipes, sharing non-scale victories, and really starting with food to start changing your life. You know, I really take a holistic approach to Whole30. And although we do start with food, we talk a lot about self-care, obviously, mindset, food freedom, and what life is going to look like after your Whole30. So like I said, this was the jumpstart to my self-care routine and changing my life. And I know it can do the same for you like it has for me and my clients. So click the link in the show notes and let's start changing your life together. Hey friend, welcome to the Self-Care Isn't Selfish podcast. I'm your host, Emily Nichols. As a Whole30 certified coach, wife, busy working boy mom, and your self-care guru, I'm here to help you start putting yourself first without the guilt. Each week you'll hear motivating and practical tips on how you can create a habit of self-care through interviews with my amazing guests or quick solo episodes with me. After each episode, you'll walk away with an action plan and feel empowered to implement what you have learned into your life. So grab a cup of coffee, glass of wine, or your favorite sparkling water, and let's do this.
You're listening to episode 59 of the Self-Care Isn't Selfish podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so glad you're here. Make sure to head over to the show notes so you can click the link to join my free Facebook community. We worked on writing our own mission statements last week and it was really a lot of fun and I can hope to continue to do little mini workshops with everyone over there just to continue the conversation and you know continue to connect with everybody because that's such a high form of self-care and so needed right now. Well, the September Hold 30 is just around the corner and I only offer coaching groups two times a year in January and September. So I'm really excited to be kicking off this round with my new Whole 30 years. I wanted to spend some time today on this quickie episode talking about the three reasons why you shouldn't do a Whole30. Now, if you're new here, I wanted to let you know that I am a Whole30 certified coach. Whole30 is what changed my and my husband's life back in 2015. I went from tired, overwhelmed, stressed out, and dealt with all of that via sugar, alcohol, and online shopping. That's a whole nother story. (laughs) But I found Whole30 and found a new lifestyle for my food freedom really more so than anything and eating in a way to make me feel my best. So if you don't know what Whole30 is, number one, you can Google it. Number two, let me just explain quickly what it is. It's a 30-day reset, okay? You're resetting your habits and relationship around food and you do that by eliminating some foods that are known to be problematic for some people. However, you don't know that because you're eating all the foods at one time. So you're eliminating grains, dairy, legumes, no sugar, and no alcohol. And so you're like, okay, what do I eat? (laughs) Trust me, you can eat plenty. And after the 30 days, you slowly and systematically reintroduce those foods to see if they are problematic for you, not only physically, but maybe mentally as well. You can read on my website from my clients. Gosh, it just blows my mind when they have like that light bulb moment and it all just clicks for their Whole30 and they're losing that diet mentality. However, I feel like Whole30 has gotten a bad rap over the years because people think it's just another diet, which it's not. It's a lifestyle. So let's get into the three reasons why maybe you shouldn't do a Whole30. And trigger warning to start, if you have a history of disordered eating, reminder to always consult with your doctor first before beginning any type of new eating protocol. So the number one reason you shouldn't do a Whole30 is you're going to make up your own rules. This drives me crazy. So I've seen plenty of people do, well, I'm doing a Whole30, but I'm drinking on the weekends. I'm drinking alcohol on the weekends. I'm doing a Whole30, but I'm still putting my sugary creamer in my coffee. I'm doing a Whole30, but I'm still drinking my Coke Zero or Diet Coke because I just can't live without it. That's not a whole thirty. <laughs> the another really amazing aspect of whole thirty, you know, when I just explained some of the foods you eliminate, that sounds really hard. I didn't want to do a whole thirty the first time. I did it for the health of my husband more so than anything and myself. But I was like, man, this is really hardcore. I don't know if I can do this. But after I was done, I was like, man, 
I can do hard things and I don't need to rely on some of the crutches that I thought I needed via sugar and alcohol to make my feel myself feel better when I'm in a stressful situation. So if you want to do the Whole30, plan on following all of the rules. Don't make up your own rules, okay? Deal. I'm giving you a virtual fist bump handshake because no, just don't do that. <laughs> Number two, you shouldn't do the Whole30 if you have a history of yo-yo dieting or maybe you've done the Whole30 before and you use that as your yo-yo diet. So let me give you an example because I did this at first when I was doing the Whole30. So the first time I did my round of Whole30 in 2015, I lost 10 pounds. I was like, oh my gosh, this feels amazing. And then I slowly was living in my food freedom and slowly started eating all of the foods and turning back to my old habits that weren't serving me. So I did another Whole30 because I was like, oh, I'll lose weight again. So I lost the weight and then, oh, now I'm eating like crap again and not feeling well. It's a vicious cycle. So remember, this is a reset. It's not a diet. It turns into a lifestyle. And like I said, I've been on both sides where I abused it. And finally, it took me some time to really ease into my own food freedom, realize my triggers, and realize I don't need that stuff to make myself feel better. But we're coming from a diet culture mentality, and it takes some time to lose that mentality. So be patient with yourself. Give yourself a little grace. If it takes a couple of whole 30s, I haven't done a whole 30 in a year and a half. I was going to do it for September, but honestly, I've done kind of my own little mini reset in the past couple of weeks. And I don't feel like I need a whole whole 30 right now because I feel my best, but I know it's always there as an anchor in my life when I'm feeling out of control to, to take back some of the control. And number three, the third reason you shouldn't do a whole 30 is you're planning on doing a whole 365. You're a whole 30 lifer. You are never, ever going to eat a legume or have a sip of a margarita or, heaven forbid, touch a chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> that sounds horrible. No, no, just no. It's 30 days for a reason. It gives your body a chance to reset and then you can slowly start eating those foods again and reevaluating what serves you and what doesn't. This way of eating and living is not sustainable. Not only, you know, more so than anything, it's not sustainable mentally because when you restrict certain foods forever, in my opinion, the more you crave them. You know, I've given this example plenty of times on the show. I'll give it to you here again. So I love cookies, okay? Before Whole30, I would hide cookies. I would go to the store. I would hide some cookies, usually like those Milano cookies or like chewy chocolate chip cookies. Oh, they're so good. But I would eat like the whole thing. I drive, well, I did used to drive a lot for work. And I would sit there and I could eat a whole package of cookies within the day as the day went on. And I would feel like crap. My stomach would be in knots. I would break out and I would just feel terrible. Now I can buy cookies and eat a couple and be good with it. I won't eat the whole sleeve or whatever because I don't, I know it doesn't serve me anymore. And it took me some time to realize that the more I was trying to restrict things, even outside of a whole 30, the more I craved them. So like I said, enjoy a cookie or two, enjoy a cocktail or two. Just don't enjoy like a dozen or 20 of them because honestly, that's not going to feel good for anybody. But hey, we're all human. And if you do, give yourself some grace and move on. All right? Because trust me, I've been there. 
plenty of times, and I'm sure I'll be there again. But I love myself now, and the way I eat doesn't define me at all. So I hope you found this episode very, very helpful. Like I said, the September Whole30 is right around the corner, and my next group starts on Monday the 14th. We'll actually start prepping and getting you all ready on Wednesday the 9th to be ready for day one. We'll be talking about how to go to the grocery store, prepping your pantry, how to make your elevator speech for Whole30. And you can join with us. The link is in my profile. You can find out more over on Instagram at emilynichols22, but I would love it if you would join us because this has been a life-altering decision I made five years ago to do the Whole30 and it has set the tone for the rest of my life and the client transformations I have seen, you can see them on my website. I wish I could just hug them all right now. It just blows me away how by starting with food, you can just change your whole life. So love you all. Like I said, if you'd love to join me for my group Whole30, the links in my profile, I have other Whole30 coaching opportunities. If a group setting is not for you, totally get it. And go follow me on Instagram. I'll be sharing a little bit more about Whole30 leading up to our start date. Remember, it's at emilynichols22. And, you know, if any of these reasons I listed today are resonating with you, maybe we need to hold off on a Whole30 for now. We need to evaluate why you would want to do a Whole30 before you would even step foot into day one. But if you're ready to get started, just click the link in my show notes. I would love to have you in my group. So thank you all again for listening. I hope this self-care quickie tip was informative and I will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.